0: Hi, in this episode of The Secret Source of Large Property Managers, I have invited Tom Archer, who is the CEO of Altido. Altido is a partnership of four different property management companies, pan-European one too. So there's one in the UK, one in Scotland, one in Italy and one in Portugal. And these companies came together to form one bigger property management company. So I had some questions for Tom, wondering what were the challenges in coming together that way and uh, what are the challenges today in incorporating all of their different ideas and ways of running their businesses and I'm also looking to find out about what they hold for the future, what they're planning to do. This episode is available on podcast and also on YouTube and uh, i see you on the other side. So hi, uh, thank you so much for participating in this uh, in this episode. Uh, we'd like to hear everything about Altido, uh, you are the CEO, and uh, and my first question for you is, um, tell us shortly what you've been doing before Altido, and uh, and about your current position. What is it like to be the CEO of Altido?
1: Sure. So before Altido, I was running a property management company in London with my business partner, William. Uh, we grew up together and we uh, did an apple juice business before London property. And then, yeah, we, we actually developed a property in London, in Chelsea, and, and off the back of that, we then started doing short-term lets. Uh, it was a str- it was struggling to sell, and so we sort of experimented with Airbnb, and uh, so that sort of led us into uh, setting up our own company called the London Residence Club.
0: Very good. And so how did that transform into Altido?
1: So we, we've been running uh, London Residence Club or LRC for the last four years. Um, and we've met a lot of guys in the industry at various conferences and uh, all sorts of events. Um, and actually we had a very similar mindset to, to a lot of other people in the industry. Yeah, we've, we've seen a lot of um, expansion into new markets and we were sort of thinking, well, either we expand ourselves into to new markets in Europe or, or elsewhere. And actually, we thought, you know, there may be a sort of partnership model that we could pursue. So we talked to a few of our, our friends in the industry. They had similar mindsets and similar ideas. And so we sort of started meeting up. And that was about a year and a half ago. Um, and then as, as things progressed, the kind of group got a bit smaller um, and we kind of grouped very like-minded people together uh with the same vision same sort of portfolio and out of that became where well, we had dinner one day and we sort of said right we're either going to do this or we're going to stop talking and we all thought we're just going to go for it uh, and then we had the, the fun sort of legal part for six months after that but um, yeah we signed the papers on the 3rd of May this year 2019.
0: So, congratulations on that one. Um, I think it was, a, it was a big shock to the industry because I, I don't think that's been done before in, in, in that kind of partnership. How many companies uh, came together and what, what are their names and locations? I think it would be interesting to find out.
1: Sure. So, at the moment, we're four companies. There's the London Residence Club, p and Buddy in Scotland, they're in Edinburgh and Glasgow. And we have Hintown in Italy, and they're in most of the major cities in Italy. And then we have Rent Experience in Lisbon. Uh, we're also expanding into Porto. Uh, so we sit with four companies as, as a group for the moment. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the plan is to, to integrate the businesses. And then as we go forward into the new year, to start expanding again to sort of partner with new businesses
0: so what does it mean uh, grouping together does it mean that suddenly you um, share the cost for everything that is distribution everything that is tech um, what about what else what else do you share
1: yeah so when we started uh, having high level conversations we sort of went down lots of different parts of how we're actually going to partner how does it actually work how does the cost space work and that um if we were going to make this work, we had to go in all in. Basically, we had to put all our chips on the table. So we decided to set up a, a holding company, and that's Altido. And out of that holding company, that holding company owns the four businesses outright. And it was a merger of equal parts. And so there was there wasn't one partner that we all went in with 25% essentially of Altido. Um, so that meant that um Yeah, just putting all our eggs in one basket um, and it meant that cross-charging and sharing of costs and tech became much easier because essentially it's one company.
0: Very good, very clever. Um, So since May, how how, how are you doing? Is it, yeah, are you enjoying it? Is there a lot of fights going on?
1: (laughs) Not, not too many fights so far. We've, um, yeah, it's been busy. I think busy is probably the, the right word. Uh, we've actually been working together for about a year already. So we started integrating with b Buddy in Scotland, for example, last year already. Um, and we we kind of chose the best from each from each team from each company to be to form our management team. And so the past few months uh, have been have been good. I've been very busy. We're, the challenge at the moment is really integrating our businesses, so making sure we all use the same software. We all have the same operational processes. We have the same uh, quality of linen. You know, everything really has to be consistent and, um, yeah, aligned, basically.
0: So that, that's leading me exactly to my next question, actually, because what is the Altido brand? What do you stand for and, uh, and, and who are your customers?
1: Sure. So Altido stands for a life that I dream of. And as four companies i like that I dream of. So that's an alliteration, yeah. Um, and as four companies, we were very much focused on the property. Uh, we were focused on property acquisition and on property owners. But as as Altido, we want to be focused much more on the the guest. And so that's where we see the future of the industry, and that's where we see the future of Altido. So um, this has really been a move for us to move away from the property manager. And more towards the guest. And we're doing that through various methods, but one is to create our own booking platform to start targeting uh, return customers and also um, start looking at grabbing some market share from the big guys. And that's more of a sort of longer term play. Um, But yeah, we're, we're also looking at controlling some of our inventory. So bringing on more guest houses, more service departments, and that way we can control the guest experience more and more.
0: Interesting. Um, so, your customers are leisure business at the moment, it's all sorts, or?
1: Yeah, we, we have a variety of customers. Um, I think, as most people, most property managers do, we've, we've done quite well at trying to target both leisure and business. So, we have different products on, on our portfolio that are very much focused on business. You know, we have service departments. Places that have a consistent level of service, self check-in, uh, good Wi-Fi, all that sort of things, and then we also have a number of sort of villas and high-end um, accommodation for people wanting a, a more unique experience. Whether it's a six-bed house in next to Harrods or whether it's a uh, a villa in Italy, you know, we're, we're trying to target all the different types of uh, all the different customer segments.
0: So when you say you're going to go for service departments, um, does that mean you, you're you going to rent them full-time, right? You, you're you gonna own the availability?
1: Yeah, so we we have two different models. So we're looking at sort of creating, bringing on the sort of master lease model, um, a bit like some of our competitors. And we say so we'll rent it for a number of years, we'll renovate it, design it to an Altido design. Uh, we're already building a, a, an Altido design team. And then we also have a sort of management model where we just uh, just charge like a standard commission to do the management of the service department.
0: Okay, very good. So uh, good you're talking about brand because um, what do you think? Do you think brand and the consistency of the identity throughout every apartment, is that something that's really important in today's market?
1: It's really important and it's really challenging, as you can imagine, you know, trying to, uh, cover both a one-bed flat in Edinburgh, a six-bed house in London and a villa in Tuscany. It's it's pretty challenging keeping that consistent. Um, it's absolutely a priority for us. You know, I think one of the things that Airbnb lacks is the ability for uh, a known quality of service. So if you're booking on Airbnb, maybe you're not really sure about the quality of service and that's where we see ourselves coming in. We can provide consistent service, whether it is a villa, or a one-bed flat. Um, but we're also looking at building up three different product lines. So we will have three tiers of service or quality of apartment. So we'll have Altido Affordable, uh, Altido Lifestyle, and Altido Luxury.
0: All right, I'd like to be invited to the Altido Luxury, please.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what we can do. <laughs>
0: um, so are you, are you looking for investment? This must cost a lot of money to rebrand all of, uh, all of your inventory, right? Refurnish.
1: Yeah. So we, as four companies, one of the things that brought us together, and maybe was a bit unusual, is that we were all profitable. So we all came on with our own profit uh, that we'd built up over the years. Uh, we none of us have actually sought investment before, so we've had to be profitable, and that's meant that we run quite lean companies. But um, it meant that we also had some internal um, finance to be able to fund some of this integration and some of our tech. Um, but we are looking for investment at some point. Um, as I said, you know, our first goal at the moment is to integrate our businesses, integrate our operational processes, um, and then come New Year, we're really looking outside to look at new partners, to look at uh, new opportunities, and start expanding across Europe.
0: Amazing. Um, so that's the plan for the future: is expanding, and you're going to do that through. Now that you have a lot of experience with this, are you going to do this acquisition of other property management companies? Is that the plan? Yes,
1: in uh, in short, I think we've seen a lot of acquisitions happen in our marketplace that have been maybe not done that well or with that much respect of the founders. And I think that's where we tried to buck the trend a bit. You know, we didn't have investment to help us merge. We kind of came together under a unified vision and a, a sort of mutual respect for what each other had, had built. And so going forward, we want to to really work with with like-minded uh, businesses, with with founders who who want to be part of the bigger picture, um, who aren't looking for just some cash and uh, sort of end of the road kind of thing. We're, we're looking at becoming more of a partnership model. Um, and I think there's a huge amount of opportunity out there. You know, We've had a lot of guys who have come up to us and, and sort of been quite interested already.
0: Yes, there is a lot of opportunities. It is getting crowded now, <laughs> you'll find. <laughs> so I think a good, uh, I mean, it sounds like you, you're preparing everything for the future, so I'm sure you'll do well. Um, what? So in terms of tech, because you know I'm the tech girl, uh, what have you built and uh, what do you outsource and how many programmers do you have between all of you?
1: So we have a Pretty varied tech stack at the moment. So different companies came with sort of different tech that they'd built. So in Portugal, they built some quite neat accounting software, and initially they had an owner's dashboard. Um, Scotland and England, we we sort of focused more on sort of what was out there in, in the industry, so using various tech companies to enable us uh, to grow and scale and, and manage our systems. Um, third party tech, yeah, third party tech, yeah. So Going forward, you know, we've used, we've definitely taken the Portuguese and the Italians tech stack. Um, but I think that's, again, one of the reasons for taking on investment next year is to start building out some of our own tech. And there's only so far we can go with third party tech. I think, you know, we need to, yeah, we need to start building some some of our own tech.
0: Yeah. And so, so how many programmers you have today? Have you started on this or is this still the way it was?
1: So we, at the moment, we actually, the the Italian and the Portuguese company actually outsourced quite a lot of their tech building uh, historically. And so we don't actually currently have our own tech team. It's something that we're, you know, obviously as we we grow, as we get bigger, we're we're looking pretty closely at. And one of the reasons, again, for investment is to bring on companies and bring on investors who have actually built tech before. So getting some help for that is definitely an area that we, we would... Sort of appreciate um it's i guess the the future um in terms of a pms system uh, at the moment we're very much aligned with guestie so we've been using guestie in london from the start uh, actually i remember uh being pitched by their their ceo sort of five years ago um and so we've been with them yeah we've been joining with them right, right from the beginning uh, and we're pretty happy with them and we've, we've just uh, Sort of agreed as a group to to use Guesty going forward, so I think the PMS uh, build is probably uh, a few years off. But um, we're yeah interested in all, all types of other tech.
0: Okay, okay. So you have your PMS sorted with Guesty, and then you're going to build what on top?
1: Um, so yeah, as you you know you talked about um, the importance of consistency. So I think. We'll be looking at building our own uh, kind of guest facing uh, booking software and, and concierge type apps and things like that so so really trying to curate the the, the guest experience and uh, tech can
0: definitely help us get there so talking about distribution um which is also close to my heart for obvious reasons uh how do you how do you choose your your channels how do you choose your channels um, um so how, how do you make a decision to, let's say, I'm going to start, you know, working with Expedia, I'm going to start working with Booking.com. How many channels do you choose a year? How, how does that process work for for the Altido brand?
1: Sure. So you might have read uh, about six months ago, LRC for London Residence Club partnered with Marriott uh, Homes and Villas. they their new booking site. So that's that's certainly something that uh, hopefully will be announced uh, very shortly in terms of the Altido, um, project. Um, so I think, you know, Marit um, have been great so far. They've been a, who have been a brilliant partner getting alongside us with, there's sort of been a lot of, um, communication in terms of developing their end and, and, and helping us, um, with our side of things as well. So, uh, Marit, yeah, as I say, Marriott's been a, been a great addition to the, the channel family. Um, in terms of other sort of more niche channels, you know, we work closely with the plum guys they have been really good uh, to us as well in London, especially we've been with them basically from the start of their journey as well. And certainly for our higher end properties, they've, they've been brilliant. Um, and then we've, we've used, I think Rentals United with guesting uh, for a number of years as well to sort of target, uh, multi distribution. Um, but Airbnb, Booking.com, are still still one of our main main partners.
0: Okay, so you're not looking to to find more uh, distribution channels at this stage.
1: I think I think we're always interested. Um, there is a danger, I think, when you start spreading yourself too thin that you start losing the ability to properly develop those relationships. So you know, having we we're, we're professional partners um with airbnb across the group and again they've been incredibly helpful uh, sort of developing their relationship and developing our portfolio with us and uh, it's really important for us to to maintain those strong relationships and so yes we can sort of uh, completely plaster ourselves uh, across every single channel but actually from a consistency point of view and from a relationship management perspective it's quite useful having very close partners
0: Funny you should say that because this is my second podcast. And on the first mm-hmm. podcast, Stay Alfred said exactly the same thing. Don't spread yourself too thin. Uh, don't go into too many channels. And, and you know, the, the, res- the amount of research that one has to do and, uh, and keeping everything on track and setting everything up. You know, you want to do it really, really well and it takes time and investment. And again, you don't want to spread yourself thin it was exactly his sentence. Um, but what about... Uh, so, uh midterm uh, midterm uh, OTAs. You know, OTAs I would take 30 day bookings. What about these guys? So you, are you looking at those? Or
1: we are, yeah. So you know, there's a lot there's a lot out there. Um, again, probably take a similar line to say Alfred in terms of uh, again, yeah, not trying to spread ourselves too thin, focusing on what we've got at the moment. Um, we do take obviously we have our own channel. Uh, as four different businesses we've all grown our booking sites a little bit ourselves so we do get some bookings direct and that's certainly an area that we're looking to grow out as we as we go and as we expand Um, but yeah we're, we're always open but uh still trying to be a bit more selective
0: good good um so i think i've asked you everything i wanted to ask and uh, but I, I i will finish on a on a tricky question <laughs> um, your industry predictions for 2020 what do you think is happening in the industry um,
1: sure so um without being too much of a, a prophet um i i think we will see more uh, consolidation you know we've seen the start of it over the last couple of years um i think there will inevitably be a few maybe a few booms and, and busts, um, and that always presents opportunity for consolidation. Uh, from our perspective, we see the future becoming much more guest-focused. Um, there was a bit of a land grab to be focused on, on property acquisition and the sort of guests are slightly sidelined. Uh, so in, in making sure that our operations and consistency of, of services is uh, the best out there is, is really important to us. And I think we will also see more more of the bigger players getting more involved. Uh, You know, some of the hotel brands have always been a bit hesitant. Some of the big developers, the agents out there, I think everyone's been a little bit hesitant. And as this market's proven itself more and more, I think we'll see more and more big players getting more involved. Um, And yeah, I think obviously regulation is always talked about. uh, There will be more regulation, though it's only going one way. And, and we want to sort of work with the different councils, work with the different governments to make sure that we're ahead of the curve. Um, I didn't really want to mention uh, the B word on a podcast, but uh, Brexit is is obviously uh, on the forefront of some of our minds. Um, hopefully we're very protected from it. You know, we, we operate pan-European, um, but we're, we're, we're paying close attention to it. But I, I'm pretty sure we'll... It's actually probably only uh only good thing for london for example you know if the pound drops you, you see more tourism uh and uh there's there's a lot of opportunity still
0: and then you can definitely invite me to the luxury uh, <laughs> to the luxury yeah of, then, then everyone can afford to, to live in a six bed house in <laughs> <laughs> all right well, let's cut some fingers for you well thanks so much i thought that was really interesting uh, very nice to meet you and, um, yeah, and thanks for sharing uh, everything about Altido to, uh, with our listeners and our viewers. And, uh, and I will put the links into, into the, the comments so that everybody can click and go and see. And, um, yeah, I'll see you soon. Thanks Brilliant. a lot. Thank you very much, Vanessa.
1: Thanks. Bye.